1250, the progressive voice of Minnesota. It's the Matt McNeil Show, 952-946-6205. 952-946-6205 is the phone number. Uh, so I got an interesting press release here, which I okay, it's from Save the Boundary Waters. And if anything, I know that there's a lot of darkness when it comes to politics nowadays, but we actually might have a little ray of sunshine here that the boundary waters might actually get protected on some levels here, including the entire watershed. I want to talk about this because this is actually there is a really good sign that shows that some Republicans are on board with the preventing of the uh, sulfur mining that's going out that that's been proposed to happen near the boundary waters, which is a horrific idea. Uh, joining us right now is Becky Rom. She is with Save the Boundary Waters. She is kind enough to join us today to talk about a, a unique step by some Republicans to indeed go along with uh, the, the uh, Senator Ken- Kelly Morrison's bill that she introduced in January to basically save the entire watershed of the Boundary Waters area. Uh, Becky, thank you very much. I appreciate the time today. Hi, Matt. It's uh, great to join you today. Thank you very much. I appreciate the time. Okay, first of all, let's talk about this because you you educated me, and I appreciate this when we talked earlier today. Right now, there are some protections for the Boundary Waters that have been in place for a while, but really they're inadequate because when we think about water systems, we have to think about the entire watershed, correct? Yes. All right. Why don't you talk a little bit about that and talk first of all? Let's 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 talk about what has already been protected. Okay, uh, the boundary waters itself is protected as a national wilderness area, and that's been in place since 1964 when the Wilderness Act was passed and created this national wilderness system uh, in the boundary waters. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, units put in the system. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also Minnesota's only state wilderness. The state passed a bill in 2003 making it wilderness. Uh, but there was a concern about hard rock mining, mining in sulfide-bearing ore. And so the state of Minnesota went back in 1976, took a good hard look at it, and passed a state law banning uh, mining on state lands inside the Boundary Waters. Congress then followed the state and in 1978 banned mining inside the Boundary Waters, the first wilderness area in the country to get that special protection. It also uh, protected the three entry corridors, the Gunflint, the Fernberg, and the Echo Trail, um, from mining. Mm. So all of that was really good. Um, But what it didn't uh, really address was the fact that the Boundary Waters is part of a watershed. It is the uh, downstream half of a watershed that's called Rainy River Headwaters. 80% of the boundary waters is in this downstream half of this watershed. In the upstream half of the watershed, sulfide ore copper mining has been proposed by a Chilean mining company named Antofagasta. Yes. So up here, the water flows north. People always think water always flows south, but it doesn't flow south. Here, our water flows towards Hudson Bay. And so the Twin Metals proposed mine, Antofagasta's proposed mine, is in the southern half of the watershed, but the pollution from a Twin Metals mine which would flow north into the Boundary Waters, into Quetico Park, and then into Voyagers National Park along the international border. So what happened uh, today 
is that uh, what's called a clone bill was introduced in the state Senate. Um, The state legislature has been considering a new state law legislation that would ban sulfide or copper mining in the Rainy River headwaters in its entirety. So it would take its 1976 law, which was just the boundary waters, just the downstream half, and extend that to the entire watershed, the Rainy River headwaters. And the bill would also uh, prohibit the issuance of permits to mine in that in the entire Rainy River headwaters. Senator Kelly Morrison, a Democrat, introduced a bill, this bill uh, in January with four fellow Democrat senators. Today, Minnesota Senator Jim Abler, a Republican, joined um, by Senator Julia Coleman, Republican, also introduced a, what's called a clone bill. You can have only so many authors on these bills, so you have to technically clone it and then introduce it again. Mm -hmm. So where we are today is that we have bipartisan support in the Senate for protecting the boundary waters from proposals to develop sulfide or copper mines in the upstream half of the Rainy River headwaters. The original Senate file uh, bill was 167. The clone bill is Senate file 3327. Um, this obviously, the first thing that I think about is that this, this is actually a really good sign because the Senate's the tough one. Uh, that's the one vote majority for the DFL. Uh, you know, one Democrat decides that they're, they're for Antifagasta mining there and all of a sudden we've got a problem. The fact that you have two Republicans and metro area Republicans who, 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 you know, I, I mean, the, in the metro area, I think most of the people down here are com- very much against the idea of, of these mines. They're, they're kind of reading the room and realizing, you know, th- this is not something I want to be on the wrong side of. They're coming on out there saying we're going to protect this. This, I mean, I, I mean, understandably, we can't necessarily predict the end the end game here, but this is a really good sign that we're going to get the protection we need to prevent this uh, sulfur or copper mining from happening anywhere near the Boundary Waters area, correct? Yes. Now, the Boundary Waters has always been, up till now, a bipartisan issue. I mean, people love the canoe country. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a favorite place in Minnesota. We've been polling Minnesotans since 2015, so that's a lot of years of polling. And other polls have taken place. The Star Tribune's had a poll. And it always shows big numbers, 65 to 70% of Minnesotans saying, yes, we want to permanently protect the boundary waters. We oppose sulfide or copper mining in the upstream half of the Rainy River headwaters. And the polls have said this is true for Democrats, independents, and Republicans. To the people of Minnesota, it is not a partisan issue. So I'm just thrilled to see the leadership of Senator Abler, joined by Senator Coleman, in advancing boundary waters protection in a bipartisan manner. The can I ask about the governor? I, he, you know, kind of upset a lot of people. Uh, we've got if and if you listen to the radio station here, uh, Native Roots Radio. I'm awake with Robert Pilot and crew uh, talking about Native American issues. The Line Three was a huge disappointment that that got approved and pushed through. Uh, you know, so he has at times gone against, you know, you know, protecting some waterways in regards to, you know, development. Has Do we know where he stands on this issue, that if this bill gets to his desk, will he sign it? 
You know, I don't know, but I can tell you this about uh, Governor Walls. Um, he is a Boundary Waters paddler. Um, he's taken his family there. And he's one of, uh, you know, more than two-thirds of Minnesotans who've been there and love it. It's also a sacred place for the governor. Very sadly, his brother died uh, on a Boundary Waters canoe trip in the middle of a storm when a tree fell on his tent. And his nephew was severely injured. And so uh, uh, I think that, you know, the place really means something to the Walls family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think he's very thoughtful. Uh, when when he was a member of uh, the U.S. House of Representatives, he supported uh, environmental review of a federal mining ban. Um, and so I, I think he cares about science. I think he cares about the values of uh, Minnesotans. He recognizes that the Boundary Waters is really the heart of our regional economy up here. Um, it drives almost a billion dollars of uh, revenue every year. Uh, we have a very strong amenity-based community, a very committed community up here, and he gets that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I've never asked him, hey, what would you do, Governor Walls, if this came on your desk? Um, but I think he'll be fair and thoughtful. Um, and I'm optimistic that he'd come down on the right side. Becky Rom joining us. Save the Boundary Waters is the organization. So I, I, I want to. I love the fact that you described Antofagasta as the, the. This is a. This is a foreign mining company. I do not like how they try to package this as some mom and pop Minnesota mining outlet. It's Antofagasta, and, and if you look at the track record of international mining corporations, they do not care about the damage that they do. Let's also remind people of the, the, the terrifying side effects of sulfur ore copper mining. What would happen if that mine was opened anywhere near the Boundary Waters? Well, this type of mining has an unblemished record of water quality degradation. Uh, um, copper mines in the nation pollute. And it's, uh, so we've got that. Technology hasn't advanced to the stage, Matt, where there's a fix to this. You know, my grandfather moved, uh, to Ely from Eastern Europe in 1892 to become a miner. And he mined hematite mines, these very rich iron ore mines, 50 to 70% hematite. Well, the last hematite mine closed Actually, when I was a senior in high school, April of 1967, now you know my age, Mm -hmm. uh, and that was the Pioneer Mine in Ely. By then, uh, the University of Minnesota had developed a way to process low-grade taconite, um, uh, and it's about 20 to 30% iron ore. Now, if you go to Ely, you don't see big tailings piles around, but if you do go to our taconite mines, you do see large processing facilities, you do see tailings piles. That's the difference between very rich iron ore, which used to be just taken out of the ground, sent to Duluth, put on a ship, and it went to steelmaking facilities. Taconite requires processing because it's slow grade. Sulfate ore mining up here is less than 1% minerals, metals. Mm. So the waste is amazing. It's, it's 99% of the ore is waste. And that waste 
which would sit there in most places on the earth forever, has sulfide sulfates and heavy metals in it. And it would leach into the lakes, rivers, streams, and wetlands of the Rainy River headwaters and the boundary waters forever. And you can't fix a polluted boundary waters. It's a wilderness. There are no roads. Uh, you can't put a, a wastewater treatment facility or water treatment facility on 1,100 lakes. It's just unfixable. So uh, the only way that you can protect the boundary waters and its extremely high-quality waters, the PCA says the water quality is exceptional, calls it immaculate, is to say this is a special place, the Rainy River Headwaters, where no sulfide mining should occur. The I, I'll never forget when uh, Walls' predecessor, Dayton, went on that tour, and he went and looked around at these mines, and he came back, and he basically was the mindset, you'd be insane to approve one of these things because, as you just said, the remnants of this those mines are still there, and they're going to be there for 500 years. I mean, it's there's no clean way to do this, and especially when you're thinking about the the the, the – you know, fragile nature of the boundary waters and what a, what a luxury it is. We still have that up there because I've been up there many times myself. It's just, it truly is magnificent because it is, it is one of those last areas there that you can't really find anywhere else. You know, it clearly is just way too dangerous to even entertain this idea. I agree. I agree. Yeah. The uh, your organization obviously this is one of those things where uh, you know you're you're continuing your fight. It's looking good. We don't want to trust me. Corporate entities will continue to fight this to try to put something in there, even if we do pass this bill. That's just the way that things operate here. So I want to drive people. If if people are interested in more about save the boundary waters and your organization and how they can help out, uh, what's the website they should go to? It's savetheboundarywaters.org. Um, and we're actually a coalition of more than 400 businesses, conservation groups, and hunting and fishing groups, and youth groups like Kids for the Boundary Waters that have united to protect the watershed of the Boundary Waters from sulfide or copper mining. So if you go to our visit uh, our website, uh, there'll be a place where uh, you can sign a petition uh, to protest against a mine here, uh, sign up for our emails, watch us on Facebook. We're on Instagram, uh, and and just keep watching. Uh, we're in Washington, D.C. this week. Um, I'm actually flying out tomorrow morning. Um, Representative Stauber has two bad bills that he has introduced uh, in Congress, and I'll be on uh, the witness stand with him uh, Thursday morning at the subcommittee hearing on his two bad bills. Yes. Uh, so you can learn more about it by uh, certainly visiting our website and uh, getting our emails. Ask him why a Chilean mining company overrides his own district. Uh, you know, seriously, ask him that one. Uh, one final thing, since you're up in the Ely area, ha- are you snow-free yet up there? Mostly. Mostly. Uh, there's there's uh, patches here and there, and there's still ice, some ice in the middle of my lake. I live on a lake. Um uh, but it'll be open for the fishing opener. Okay. So people should come up and go fishing. Well, it's a gorgeous area. And Ely is one of my favorite towns in this state. It's, it's absolutely spectacular. Boundary Waters is, is one of the greatest places in the country, and we got to protect it. So save the boundarywaters.org, save the boundarywaters.org. 
Go there, sign the petition. Thursday, uh, let's uh, watch Becky take on uh, Stauber. That will be very entertaining. Uh, Becky Rom, Becky, thank you very much. All my best. Congratulations on the positive news here, and we'll hope the, the positive news continues. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure talking to you, Matt. An absolute pleasure chatting with you as well. Becky Rom with SaveTheBoundaryWaters.org. We'll take a break. Come on back. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950.